This podcast episode is for anyone out there who has ever identified as a people pleaser. And maybe for those of you who haven't identified as a people pleaser, as the episode goes on, you might start to actually wonder, maybe I am caught up in some people pleasing tendencies. I know myself a couple of years ago, my therapist said to me, it sounds like you are really stuck in a mode of people pleasing. And I said to her, no, no, I'm not like, I'm really not. And she kind of chuckled a little bit. And over our time together, it did become clear to me that I was in fact in people pleaser mode, but sometimes it is so insidious and it hides. We can't tell that we're doing it. So this is an episode for anyone who has ever felt exhausted because you're bending over backwards to try and please or appease people in your life. Maybe you have missed huge opportunities in your life or you're just feeling burnt out and you're lacking self-esteem because you're so busy running around trying to make everyone else happy. Welcome to today's podcast episode. This is completely dedicated to any person, but especially any woman who identifies as a people pleaser or who has experienced the burnout and frustration that comes along with people pleasing tendencies. Just quickly, a word from today's sponsors. Unless, of course, you're one of our Venti members. In that case, there are no ads and your episode is about to keep playing. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to this, you know, a huge issue in life, people pleasing, it can really impact us because it can cause a loss of authenticity It can cause that burnout that I mentioned earlier, a lot of stress. It can impact all of our relationships. It does chip away at our self-esteem and self-worth. There are always missed opportunities that come along with people pleasing as well. It makes it very, very hard, near impossible to set boundaries when you're so focused on what other people think and feel. And it can impact your decision-making skills and ability in a really negative way. So when it comes to people pleasing, I think it's really important that we do at least touch on some of the ways in which this thing comes to exist within our own lives. There's the social approval element because us humans are designed to be social beings and to have that innate desire for acceptance and for approval. And so with people pleasing, there's often an element of seeking validation and a fear of being rejected. 
If we think back to the days of being in tribes and villages where it really was absolutely crucial that we were depending on one another for food and for safety and warmth and all of those things, shelter, we did require group intel and to be connected to each other in that way. And so it's really no wonder that at our like core, we desire social approval, but over the hundreds and thousands of years, it's definitely got conflated with that exchange of necessary information and necessary essential connection with that blurring of the lines between I end here and you start there. So people pleasers, as I mentioned, are often seeking that validation and are really, really afraid of being removed from the tribe, of being rejected. Sometimes when it comes to people pleasing, it could be to do with someone having low self-esteem. And again, that's back to that, you know, relying on external validation piece as well in order to feel worthy. It's kind of outsourcing your sense of self in a way because maybe you just haven't developed the skill or you weren't taught how to honor yourself and to know your own North Star. So you're relying on other people telling you you're okay, you're good, you're a great person to get that sense of self. A fear of conflict is another big one when it comes to people pleasing. That's like a huge motivator for a lot of people because for some people, the thought of conflict is so devastating that they will do anything to avoid that conflict, that confrontation, um, because it's just so incredibly uncomfortable for some people. For some, conflict is not a big deal at all. And if you were raised in a household where effective uh, conversation and effective debate and curious conversations were really encouraged and fostered, you probably won't have as much of a fear of conflict as someone who perhaps was brought up to really believe that they should be seen and not heard. Our upbringing and conditioning that comes along with it, our social conditioning, definitely play a role in people-pleasing as well. Those who were praised for conforming and perhaps criticized when they did assert any boundaries can develop stronger people-pleasing tendencies. Like if we think about it in the context of perhaps your childhood, say you have a sibling and your sibling is always quiet and amenable and uses their manners and never pushes back on anything. And mum and dad and grandma and grandpa and all of the aunts and uncles are forever singing your sibling's praises. But perhaps you are someone who is a little more defiant, a little more curious or a lot more curious. Maybe you do draw boundaries and say, well, why? Like, why do I have to go to grandma's or why do I have to pick up my toys? And you might then overhear people saying, oh, She's, you know, she's just hard work. She's nothing like her sister. You know, we got lucky first time or whatever it is. And that can really drill into your belief about who you are and your self-identity and make you start to sort of bend into that people-pleasing mode because you realize it's a way to get praise. It's a way to feel like you are more endearing to people Ultimately, it's a way for you to feel like you are loved more. 
And so that is a huge piece of the people-pleasing puzzle. There are also cultural and gender expectations that we all grow up with, and it really does vary across different uh cultures in terms of expectations, whether you're a little boy, whether you're a little girl, what the done thing is. There are so many different ways that that can impact how you act as an adult, of course. You know, I think a really common and obvious one for females or AFAB people is that we really are raised like all of the messaging that we received from society in a Western culture is surrounding how important it is to be nice and to be polite and easy to get along with and to not hurt other people's feelings and all of those sorts of things, to take care of people. From a very young age, those of us who are female or AFAB do get pressured, I think, into focusing on nurturing roles. You know, whether that's at school, if you get assigned the seat next to a little boy who's a bit rowdy because the teacher knows that you're going to keep him in line or it's the dolls that you get given or the, you know, cooking utensils and the ironing board that you get given to play with and the pram that perhaps typically, and I definitely think it's a lot better now because I know my boys had little prams and they had their kitchen and their blender and all of that stuff. But for generations before, little boys were not given those things and it was not encouraged that a little boy should be raised to be someone who takes care of the family unit in a way that it is so often for females. So when it comes to some things that we can actually put into practice to help taper down our tendency to want to please others, the first thing is that we need to identify patterns Recognize the situations where you tend to people please and understand your specific triggers so that you can help to address them more effectively. It's one thing to have a conversation with a girlfriend and lament over the fact that you're both people pleasers, but it's a completely different thing to actually set aside some time and go, okay, where and how does this impact me the most? And are there any common triggers? Because if you have that intel, then you can actually start to change it. I heard a great quote recently that went along the lines of, if you're not changing it, you're choosing it. And that has stuck with me. So identify the patterns and the triggers. Maybe the trigger is to do with your child. Maybe the trigger is to do with your partner or your workplace. Just get some clarity on what's actually happening. Number two, practice assertiveness. Try and develop the skill of expressing your thoughts and needs confidently so to speak up for yourself without fearing disapproval. Now, this can be very, very challenging for a lot of people. And I think the most cliche and overused, but also understandably probably very effective sort of uh, practice that people are encouraged to engage in is about speaking up when you are served the wrong thing, perhaps the wrong coffee. Say you order a cappuccino and they give it to you in a size that you didn't order or it's cold or you actually ordered a latte. For some people, the thought of actually telling the staff that is crippling and they would rather just drink the coffee that they didn't order. 
Whereas other people who have practiced more assertiveness and do not fear the disapproval and perhaps have that sense of self-worth of like, no, no, I deserve the coffee that I ordered, they will speak up. And it's a skill that is really, really scary for people who are really entrenched in the people-pleasing mode. So this is going to be a really personal thing when it comes to practicing assertiveness. Do you need to do it in a really small way by maybe saying, actually, I would prefer if we go to dinner here with your partner who you feel knows you and loves you and perhaps isn't going to cast a big amount of disapproval on you either way. Or maybe it is sending back the meal that you got served that was wrong or you know, ringing the online cold order and letting them know that they did actually send you the wrong thing or they didn't include what you needed. But I think we can also think about practicing being assertive in ways that don't involve any kind of complaint behavior, just in terms of using I statements, practicing with your communication skills in being really clear and specific maintaining calm and respectful tones when you're talking, all of those sorts of things do go a long way towards practicing being assertive if you're not quite at that level where you're ready to send the whole cup of coffee back. So another area that we should focus on when it comes to reducing people pleasing is to practice prioritizing your needs which actually I think can be really tricky for a lot of women, particularly women who do have children, because we have shifted our focus onto the needs of our family unit. And of course, you don't just need to have children to experience this. A lot of women in general, back to that social conditioning, are really taught to focus on the needs of others first and foremost as a way of being valuable and worthy of love and admiration. So prioritizing your needs means shifting the focus from pleasing others to meeting your own needs, which means you need to know what it is that you actually need and what you deserve as well, because then you can make decisions based on what aligns with your values and your overall well-being. So do you know what it is you need and what you deserve and how can you actually prioritize meeting those needs yourself? It's a really common thing for so many of us to fall into this trap of thinking that the people we love the most will prioritize our needs. And sometimes they do and sometimes they will, but often they won't and they don't. Because if we're not prioritizing ourselves first, we are literally telling everyone else that it is okay that we eat last, that we get less when it comes to the family resources. So what do you need and how can you put them on the priority list in a realistic way? Next up, delaying your response. When you're faced with a request and you can feel all of those people-pleasing tendencies bubbling towards the surface, and they're like screaming at you, say, yes, do it, they'll love you, they'll like you. Give yourself some time to consider it before responding. It just allows you to evaluate whether it aligns with your priorities and creates a bit of space. So if you're not quite at that level where you're going to say no to something that doesn't align, can you in fact just delay it by saying, thank you, for thinking of me. I just need to think about it and I'll get back to you. Or, you know what? I just have to quickly check something first 
with my partner, you know, whatever it is, or I think I might have something on that day. Let me circle back to you. Or, you know what? I'm feeling a bit frazzled and I just want to give you an accurate answer, whatever it is, whatever comes naturally to you. But just allow yourself a delay. Maybe if it's not in real life, it's a text message that comes through and you think to yourself, you know what? Rather than pull the trigger on my initial response to say yes and fold and people please, I'm going to go for a walk around the block first. Even if it's a 10 minute delay before you inevitably say yes, that is still progress because you're still working on creating a gap and allowing yourself to be thoughtful and curious. Number five is actually to work on your self-worth. And this can be a tricky one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One journal prompt that I would love you to think about is how would you treat your most favorite person in the whole world on any given day? What would you want for your best friend? What do you want for your partner and your kids? Just have a little think about that for a moment. And then think about what you're serving up to yourself in terms of resources, time, energy, attention, boundaries. You can give yourself those things as well and you should. What are the pillars of your true self-worth? When you say yes to someone or yes to something because you're people pleasing, it's eroding away at your own opinion of yourself and it's taking away from you. At the same time, someone else could say yes to the exact same thing, or you could say yes, you know, on any other day, but it's coming from a place of wanting to do it. So it's not actually about the thing that someone's asking you to do or what you're doing. It's about the place that it comes from. So sometimes you do have to just interrogate your self-worth and go, hang on, does my self-worth come from what I think other people think of me? Am I so worried that my mother-in-law thinks I'm a good person, that I am bending over backwards and appeasing and doing things that I don't really want to do because I'm clinging and hoping she thinks I'm a good person because then I can look at myself through her eyes and feel like a good person. It's about taking control back and looking at yourself through your own eyes, letting go of other people's opinions of you. And I know, I really do know it's so hard because we are raised to look at ourselves through the lens of other people. Who are we to other people relationally? Who are we in the community? Who do we present to be and tell the world we are? It's not an easy thing to drown out that noise and to focus back in on what it is that we need and want and makes us feel like a whole person. But prioritizing your self-worth and your values and knowing what you deserve is certainly a worthwhile endeavor. So ask yourself, what is it that your most loved people deserve and how can you give that to yourself? 
So those are a couple of thoughts on the topic of people pleasing, because I know based off the responses I received on Instagram, a lot of people are ready to leave people pleasing, like just in the past, say goodbye to it, wrap it up, leave it in the year that has already been and done. And let's focus on not leaning into people pleasing tendencies this year. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. (laughs) People pleasing, please let me know. Uh, Not because it's going to change my opinion of myself, but because it allows me then to create more episodes like this when it comes to scheduling. Thank you again for listening. And I hope it's been helpful when it comes to thinking about why we people please, at what cost, and what we can actually do to change things up. And remember, if we're not changing it, we're choosing it. Before you run off, I just wanted to mention that over on Sunroom, you're going to find exclusive content that will be seen nowhere but Sunroom. And the reason for this is Sunroom is a safe platform. Things can't be screenshotted. They can't be shared or taken out of context, really. Sunroom is the inner circle and I am over there sharing workouts, reflections, honest, truly raw thoughts and feelings, instant reactions to certain things that are going on in my life and so much more. Over there, you can also organize your own custom experience. If you've ever wanted to book a mentoring session with yours truly to perhaps take your idea for your own podcast and start creating Maybe you have a podcast already, but you really want to learn some of the tricks of the trade when it comes to monetizing, streamlining, pitching to guests, or just creating a stronger podcast in general. I'm the first person to say I am not a business strategist, but I certainly am someone who loves the podcasting space. And with over 400 episodes under my belt, I will happily help you to learn from the mistakes I've made in the past and to cut out some of those tricky lessons and to just benefit from that experience. I love talking about podcasting and personal branding. So if you want to book a session with me, you can do that through Sunroom as well. You can also receive personalized voice notes and advice and so much more over there. Link is in the show notes. So come on over, join the inner circle and the circle is small. So the messages are getting answered quickly and I am available to you over through the Sunroom app. Link is in the bio. Today's podcast episode was recorded on the land of the Bunjalung Nation. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.